0: Catch the Three Tailgaters Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels on Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.
1: Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery Nola. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Abbeville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. our customers that dog opens seven days a week with locations on magazine street at louisiana threat street down the block from tulane and loyola and on french street in the heart of the Marigny. come join the fun times at that dog join us on tuesday nights for trivia on threat street and karaoke on frenchman street wednesday night it's drag queen bingo on frenchman trivia night on magazine street and movie night on ferret Fun times, delicious food, and great drinks. I'll put a smile on your face at Dat Dog. Locations uptown on Ferret and Magazine Street and in the Marigny on Frenchman. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection tvs everywhere you'll never miss a play bobby bear's cajun cannon restaurant is unique the perfect combination of louisiana sports culture and authentic louisiana cuisine order online for delivery at bobbyebers.com open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 veterans at lake villa bobby bear's cajun cannon restaurant so good Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery NOLA. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266-2511. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahoussi of the Tick-Tock Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the Tick-Tock Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise dot com. Good afternoon and welcome. You're listening to Inside New Orleans on 106.1 FM. Nash Icon on this beautiful day in old New Orleans. You can also listen live at the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Also, again, at Nash FM 1061, also at ericasher.com. You give me a follow at eric underscore asher on Twitter. And the Facebook page is Eric Asher. Welcome to the show. Uh, as we take you home this afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 Nash Icon. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. And, uh, boy, I tell you, we got a lot to talk about today. It'll be you and I in the first hour. Uh, a lot to discuss. We'll talk about the latest, what's happening with the LSU Tigers. Breaking news there. Also, the Saints with a huge win. Might be the best win since the New England Patriot um, uh, Thrashing back in 2009. Saints big winners last night over Tampa Bay in Tampa, uh, 38-3. to And now they take sole possession of uh, first place in the NFC South, uh, move up to uh, probably the top of the power rankings uh, when you start talking about the NFC, despite the loss to uh, Green Bay. We'll break that down for you as well. And Tulane, two in a row for Tulane now, and, and winning big against two opponents they needed to beat uh, before they really get into the meat of their schedule. They got Army this weekend, uh, and uh, th- 38 to 21 winners over ECU, and it really wasn't that close. It was not that close. East Carolina, uh, again, uh, uh, a, a team that uh, that Tulane should have beaten, and uh, they came out, and they took care of business, and uh, all of a sudden things are starting to come together for the Wave, so a lot to talk about there. Today's program is brought to you by our friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, that's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. They want me to remind you. If you have a generator at your home and uh, that whole home generator has run through maybe several storms and you got about 100 hours on it, you need to be able to have that service by a professional. Uh, Again, call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, They'll come out. They'll service that for you. Uh, And, of course, if you're looking for a generator for your home so you never lose power, uh, they are your whole home generator experts. Uh, Single-day installs. Uh, they have financing available generators. Also, again, a new installed quality check after one month. Uh, if you have a generator at your home and you're looking for a company you can trust for emergency service, 24-7-365, emergency service, uh, and a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Looking for generator sales and service? Go with the experts, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Well, not good. Uh, We were going to start off with the Saints, but all the breaking news about LSU, we we decided to go um, uh, with the Tigers to start things off, and uh, it's not good news. Well, maybe it is good news, depending on how you're looking at it, because uh, LSU doesn't have much of a chance of of defeating Alabama this weekend. I mean, I'm just being plain. When you look at this LSU team, where they are, uh, being decimated by the NFL draft, the defections for COVID-19, and, again, players that want to get into this year's NFL draft that are preparing right now. LSU has, uh, has not lived up to the expectations of not just the fan base, but, again, people around the country. Uh, and, again, a lot of us were bracing for, for Alabama to steamroll uh, the LSU Tigers this weekend. It may not happen. Uh, LSU uh, was announced today by Co- Coach Ed Ogeron, has had four players that have tested positive for COVID-19 after attending a Halloween party. Uh, there are many more players that now that are out do the contact tracing. Uh, They're down to one scholarship quarterback, T.J. Finley. Uh, There are no long snappers available on the team right now. There are no tight ends that are available on the team right now. And none of those players are expected to be cleared this week in time for the Alabama game. Now, Miles Brennan, and this is not COVID-19 related, uh, is is not ready and in fact may not be back the rest of the season, okay, is is what Coach Ed Ogeron is saying. Now, as far as the COVID-19 outbreak within within the LSU uh, uh, team, Uh, The SEC is going to make a decision within the next 24 hours. Now, that final decision is going to be made by by Commissioner Greg Stanky. Uh, The SEC requires a minimum of 53 scholarship players available on game day. Uh, That includes one quarterback, seven offensive linemen, and four defensive linemen. Uh, LSU, again, is already hurting, as I mentioned as we opened up the program. Uh, you got you the defections that we've seen uh, from transfers, COVID-19, those that are that are preparing for the opted out because they want to prepare for the NFL draft. Uh, their scholarships are, are, are like in the mid-60s, okay? That's before all the outbreak, uh, you know, that that's before the outbreak. So now you're looking at, again, with all these players that are out, uh, that it looks very, very doubtful that LSU will play Alabama on Saturday. Um, LSU is set to play Florida on December the twelfth. Remember, there's a COVID nineteen outbreak uh, at the University of Florida, which uh, led to that that game being rescheduled for the open date, which is December the twelfth. The problem is there again. There's no uh, makeup week available. Okay, uh, to reschedule the Alabama game. Now, it's been bantered about on social media that because Alabama's in the SEC West and Florida's in the SEC East, uh, that maybe, again, that should be flip-flopped and Alabama should play LSU on that date. Uh, There's been nothing from the SEC uh, to, to say that that is even a possibility of happening uh, for the Tigers. Right now, December the 12th, they're scheduled to play Florida. Nothing has changed there. And there is no other opportunity to be able to replay this game against Alabama. So more than likely, if if this game is called, it will be called permanently. They will not have an opportunity uh, to play Alabama this year. So uh, it is what it is as far as as far as the LSU Tigers are going. So, again, there, there are some out there that are saying, Whoo man, huh. Thankfully, not not gonna not gonna see again the butt kicking that Alabama's ready to handle handle and LSU considering again where Alabama is again number one in the nation right now and where the program for LSU is which has been decimated uh, by again defections and of course the, and of course getting also decimated by the NFL draft uh, last year so interesting to see again how this kind of plays out it's going to be a day by day situation but I, I got to believe that we'll know something no later than tomorrow. Um. Uh, the the with uh, everything that uh, the indications are, and everything that I've read over the last hour and a half is. Uh, there'll be a decision made within the next 24 hours, and that'll be made by Commissioner Greg Stanky. So we'll know probably by this time tomorrow whether that game is going to be played. Glenn Gilbo will have the latest on what's happening with LSU. He is going to join us at 5:15. Of course, he's from USA Today Network, so stick around for that. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to jump in the Saints. We'll jump in the Tulane. All that coming up uh, in, in this hour. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to our friends at, by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Hey, don't forget about my friend. Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance. And this is for those contractors out there, those professionals, those business owners. Uh, maybe you're a business property owner. And, and again, you're looking for a, uh, an insurance agent that's got your back. No, no, not, not the ones that say they got your back and then you can't find them when you need them. I'm, I'm literally someone who has your back. Uh, and you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, commercial property or automobile coverage for commercial and business customers. At Dave Miet Insurance, it's an in, they're an independent insurance agency. What does that mean? That means, again, they can search over 50 companies for your coverage to, to get the best price for you, for you and your business. You can call, uh, click, or come in uh, at Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, again, you can go to d-a-v-e-m-i-l-e-t-i-n-s-agency.com. That's the website. It is an easily navigatable website when it comes to your insurance needs. Or, again, here's the beautiful thing about doing business with Dave Miet. You can call him directly. He'll pick up the phone. You'll talk to him. You're not going to go through a layer of four, five, six secretaries. They're going to take a message, and they never get back to you. I mean, you're sitting there. You're waiting on the insurance certificate to get a job done. You don't have time to waste. He knows this. Dave Mietta knows, knows this. So, again, he'll give you a cell number, 504-556-0809. So you can call him anytime you need him. He's there for you. Or, again, set up an appointment. See what he can do for you. Do your insurance check on, on again, your home or your business with Dave Mietta Insurance. Set up a, an appointment at his um, office on Veterans Next to Shogun. All this ball's down to, you want insurance coverage from an agent that's got your back? It's Dave Miette Insurance. That's 556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-Agency.com. We'll be right back.
2: No holiday trip to Maui? Thanks, 2020. Time to improvise. It's Nash Country's Workday Day. But of course, since it's 2020... It's going to be a bit different. $100 10 times each weekday, every hour, at the top of the hour, from 8 a.m. through 5 p.m. Keep it on NASH for the national keyword to enter. Even better, if you're a winner, you'll be entered into the grand prize drawing for $25,000. Then you can back the sand truck up to your family room, get some heat lamps, and a couple hundred drinks with umbrellas.
3: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has great deals on the hottest brands and must-have gifts, like Apple AirPods, great for video conferences or online classes. Right now, Apple AirPods Pro are just $194. That's a $55 savings in-store only. Offer ends 1114, limit two, while supplies last. Save big at Staples.
4: Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection coming into the city from Stump Boulevard to the Calliope Street exit, and delays are heavy on 10 eastbound from just past Airline to North Claiborne. I'm Ed Robinson.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
1: Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- Four, seven, nine, two. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come cool off this summer and check out all the games on our 20 TVs. Open 7 days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe. Home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly Staff and all the sports you can handle. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com.
0: 373-5733. They call him the truth. If you can handle the truth, stay tuned for more inside New Orleans with Eric Asher on 106.1 FM. Call 504-260-1061. New Orleans
1: Mayor uh, Latoya Cantrell has announced today that the city is moving into phase 3.3. Now, uh, that means under the new rules that bars will be able to serve patrons indoors up to 25% of their typical capacity with a maximum of 50 people. Uh, they'll also, again, be able to have 100% of their typical capacity outdoors with a maximum of 50 people. Indoor events such as weddings and funerals now will be allowed to have up to 100 people in attendance as long as the attendees wear masks and uh, practice social distancing. Uh, the maximum number of people at outdoor events will now be increased to uh, 150 people with the same social distances, distancing requirements. Again, this is about as close as the mayor has gotten to, again, the mandate that has been put forth uh, by the governor of Louisiana. So now the city of New Orleans goes into phase 3.3. I don't know if there's a 3.4, a 3.5, 3.6. I'm not sure where we're going next. But I know bar owners are happy just to be able to open up their doors and have indoor capacity, without having to do again the end around here, right? Because this has been kind of a laugh. It's kind of a joke. Uh, you know, the mayor's allowed the um, bars to open up if they serve food. So you were able to get an emergency um, uh, restaurant permit that would allow you to serve food from your bar, so you can open up your bar. Uh, and of course, you had to pay for that permit, right? You had to pay for the privilege. Uh, but, uh, look, I digress. No, no matter what, this is a good thing because now at least again, these bars and people are, are opening, uh, the, uh, event, uh, uh, event venues are now going to be able to have weddings and look, uh, we, we dealt with it here and with my family. Okay. My, my mother-in-law passed, um, in, in the middle of this COVID-19, um, outbreak and, and weren't able to have a, 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 funeral with everyone. You know, matter of fact, we we're planning on doing something uh, a little bit later on, uh, a memorial-type service, because not everyone was able to go. It's just, you know, the times we live in here. So, again, I know a lot of people are frustrated, people that are trying to get married, people, again, that have loved ones that are passed. Um, and and now New Orleans, at least Orleans Parish, has loosened up those restrictions somewhat. Let's talk about something very, very positive, and that's what happened last night in, um, in Tampa. Uh, again, Raymond James Stadium, the, the uh, site of the uh, Super Bowl this year. Uh, all last week, All I heard on all the national broadcasts was, again, how dominant the Tampa Bay Bucks were. How they had, Tom Brady had now moved that team to, again, the upper echelon of the NFL. They were the best team in the NFC. Uh, They added Antonio Brown. That makes them, again, world beaters. uh, Again, that was going to take them to the next level. Everybody just pretty much uh, 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 discarded their performance against the New York Giants last Monday night. Again, where, where again they, they barely won that game. They they escaped with a win against the Giants. Uh, look, I talked about it last week. I thought it was going to be a tough game. Okay, uh, you look at again this Tampa team on paper, how good they look, uh, and and of course the Saints had been winning ugly, but nevertheless were very resilient in winning. Uh, I I did not expect to see what I saw last night, though. It it is uh, again uh, they were dominant. First of all, on both sides of the ball, I remember writing in my notes last night as as, as I was charting the game. Uh, and as we got into halftime and, and I wrote, this is the best half of football we have seen this season. And, and it may be the best half of football we have seen in a few seasons. And, of course, that was followed up as I, as I completed my notes last night. Well, this is the best half of uh, second half of football this year and the most dominant performance uh, as, this, uh, as a team, okay, under Sean Payton and Drew Brees since the New England game on Monday night back in 2009 where they just drubbed New England uh, and mercil- mercifully, um, Belichick pulls Brady out of the game to the delight of, again, the sold-out Louisiana Superdome. It starts up front, okay? And we could get into, the to again, the skill positions, all, but it starts up front. The offensive line, they were terrific. They kept Breeze clean. He had time to set up, okay, step up in the pocket and go through his progressions. He did not seem hurried much at all during the entire game. I mean, you know things are clicking for this offense when you see Breeze, okay, have time to pump fake, to be able to move move players with his eyes, okay, and to be able to step up in the pocket. It was vintage Breeze last night. Why? Because of the play of the offensive line against a top-notch Tampa Bay defensive line. And then on top of that, the ability, again, to do the power running game. Bringing James Hurst off the off the off the bench and going with an extra offensive lineman, and and, and utilizing the power running game with Taysom Hill and 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 Murray, uh, and of course, uh, got to throw Kamara in there as well. But really, the power game with with Taysom Hill and Murray, uh, they opened up holes for the running game. And again, I'll say it again: this was a very stout Tampa Bay defensive line. Their linebackers, as as, as a group, is probably the best linebacking crew in the NFL, a bar none. Uh, but this offense well, was incredible and and, and a lot of, and I'm going to get into some of the specifics in a minute but based on again what we saw out of that out of the play of the offensive line which again was masterful it wasn't just the offensive line it was a defensive line as well defensively they absolutely dominated Tampa Bay uh, the Tampa Bay offensive line was being touted as one of the best in the in, in the uh, in the NFL. Now Marpet was missing. And he, look, he's the guard, he's the left guard, he's one of the best players on that team, if not again the best lineman they have. He was gone, but that's one player. The off the, the defense gave up one hundred and ninety four yards of total offense. They they set an NFL record. Now you're talking about Rojo, Ronald Jones, you're talking about Fournette, you're look talking about LaShawn McCoy. These are three top backs in the NFL on one team. And they were only able to muster five rushes for 9 yards. It's an NFL record. Okay, that's that that's a stat uh, again that obviously jumps out at you when you, when you start talking about. It. But again, you talk about the goal line stand, that, that happened uh, that happened uh uh again what happened when, when the Breeze fumble. Uh that was the Bucks only time in the red zone. So that tells you something there as well. Three sacks and it could have been more. Nine quarterback hits. That's based. That's, that's that's based on ESPN. I've also again read today where again there were actually ten quarterback hits, uh, three tackles for loss, eight pass defense, three interceptions. They held Tampa Bay to, to one for nine on third downs. They were they were over three on fourth downs. and remember at one point during the uh, the game uh, they just quit punting. Uh, they just said, look, we just got to go for it every single play because they fell so far behind. Over three on, on on fourth downs. They they, har- they harassed Tom Brady all day long. Okay, from the opening kickoff until he went to the sidelines and permanently sat down. I talked about it all last week. Pressure up the middle, right? Because for both Breeze and for Brady, they don't like players around their feet. Breeze needs to be able to step up into a clean pocket because of his size to deliver the football. Brady's different. Brady used to be, again, a mobile quarterback that could run out of, uh, out of trouble. He's not been that player for a long, long time. And he needs the ability to be able to have a clean pocket, be able to step up into and throw the ball. You get near Brady's legs, and, again, he's not the same quarterback. He's not, okay? But this time, it wasn't just about the inside pressure because the pressure came from everywhere, okay? Uh, it came in waves all game long. And it obviously helped the coverage on the back end as well. Again, which I thought was excellent. The best game by this secondary, bar none this season. Three interceptions for for the secondary, really two for the secondary, and David Onyemata had the the third. Uh, But I thought it was the best defensive performance that they've had uh, this season, hands down. And, And then, of course, the special teams. Look, they're constantly overlooked when you talk about the New Orleans Saints, right? You know, the the, the coverage teams are among the best in the league. I mean, if you dare take the ball out of the end zone on a kick, you better be ready to to get kayaked. And the same thing can be said, again, if you're going to return a punt against this team. You better, If you're not fair catching, you better be ready to get, to get, to get uh, hit and hit hard. And, and, again, a swarming special teams coverage unit. Remember I talked about that last week when it came to the defense that they had to be swarming? They had to take a page from Tampa Bay's book, the way that defense swarmed. Well, they did that. And, and, and again, the coverage units did that. And, of course, you know, Deont- Deontay Harris is just a weapon. Now he's become a weapon on, on the offensive side of the ball. He flips the field consistently when you start talking about, uh, again, on special teams. And then there's Drew Brees, 26 for 32, 222 yards, four touchdowns. And there was the fumble, but, again, that, i got to put a lot of that on Jared Cook and also the coaching staff trying to have him uh, be able to, to – uh, Two uh, uh, block Shaq Barrett. I mean, I just, again, that's just not going to work, okay? That guy's, uh, again, the best uh, uh, pass-rushing linebacker uh, in in the NFL, and you're trying to be, be able to stop him with, with a tight end. That's like, again, back in the day when Ricky Jackson uh, was with the Saints with the Dome Patrol, and they would try to put a tight end on Ricky Jackson. Are you kidding me? Uh, the city champ's going to win that battle every single time, and so is Barrett. Uh, the utilization of of again the weapons. Twelve different uh, individuals uh, caught passes. Twelve different pass catchers. You know, Kamara, and the way and I got to give the coaches a tremendous amount of a, a lot of credit on, on how they utilized him. Look, we talked about it last week, right? Um, especially against Tampa, against Carolina, and then Atlanta. When you see Atlanta in in in, uh, in a couple weeks, and of course you'll see them twice more. You'll see them twice. You'll see uh, the the uh, Panthers once more. These teams know the Saints inside and out. so the Saints know them inside and out, okay? Then there's no, again, there's no surprises in a lot of cases if you're going to run the same system. The coaching staff was brilliant in, in how they, 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 again, flipped the script on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in changing up their system, the subtle things that they did. Uh, they used Kamara as a decoy. Now, he had 49 total yards and a touchdown. But his, his role was a decoy, and the Saints' offense played off him all night long. You saw it all night long. And then there's Taysom Hill. Look, he ran the ball effectively. That power running game, they utilized him as, as a quarterback. Again, not the RPO, but a power running game out of the quarterback position. Uh, caught caught the ball, uh, had, a, had a special teams tackle. Uh, he ran the ball effectively. I mean, this, this was his best game of the season, bar none. And you like the way they utilized him because, again, he threw the ball twice, completing those passes. And, course, as soon as he comes into the game, what does the Tampa think? Well, they're, they're going to run the RPO. No, they didn't run the RPO. They ran the power quarterback running game. And then also, again, he threw the ball effectively twice. So, again, using what they normally do and, and again, using it as a decoy in a lot of cases, seeing the same formation but something different coming off that formation that Tampa had not seen. Using their aggressiveness against them in a lot of cases. And I'll get into that in a moment. Thomas had came back again. uh, He was asked by Mike Triplett, who always asked the tough questions in the press conference about, again, uh, the suspension, uh, any ill feelings, wanting to be traded. Again, he deflected all that, said he's ready to play, et cetera. Well, he came in, five catches, 51 yards. Sanders had uh, four catches for 38 yards and, and a touchdown coming back from COVID-19. And as Peyton said in, in the press conference, he wanted to ease those guys in. Well, he did. And the fact that Breeze was able to connect with 12 different pass catchers, uh, that helped. Troutman comes in. Look, Jerry Cook better enjoy his time in a Saints uniform. I told you the purge is coming. Uh, CBS Sports wrote it, wrote up wrote about it this weekend. Something I've been telling you about through the entire season. Next year, because COVID nineteen uh, the, the the cap is going to be significantly lower. Uh, the Saints are already over the cap, and they're going to have to go do some cost cutting moves next year. The hope is that Bree stays another year. That you're not going to be able to you're not going to move Michael Thomas because again you could kick that dead money down the that, down the um the keep that can down the road a little bit longer, but Honestly, folks, uh, the Saints are in trouble. And when you look at Jared Cook, what he's doing, more than likely, he'll be one of those casualties. Well, Troutman looked really good last night. And again, if he continue to progress, you won't miss a guy like Cook next year. A guy that's that's a little bit older. Troutman will have a a better contract and a younger player. Uh, He showed again why he was a pass catching wide receiver, pass catching tight end out of Dayton, but also a guy that can can block as well. Josh Hill had a, t- a touchdown yesterday, and, of course, he's a guy that uh, that the entire offense kind of runs through in a lot of cases. What did Peyton say about Hill? He opens up the door on every single play. And then, of course, did Jared Cook, he struggled last night. Okay, He had the fumble at the goal line. He gave up the sack that caused the breeze fumble. He did catch that that, that, that uh, pass from Taysom. If that pass, and I, I agree with Taysom, he throws that a better pass, uh, more than likely Cook scores. You had the play in which, again, they, they baited. Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers into believing they were going to throw a screen pass uh, to Camara, and in essence, it was Smith going into the end zone with no one around him catching that touchdown. Again, using what the, the what, what letting letting the Tampa Bay Bucs defense use their eyes to think they know what the play is, but playing off of that, you know, self scouting yourself. And of course, when you talk about the, the, the on the defensive side, the defensive line played very very well. Okay, you had Hendrickson who got two sacks. Brown had a sack, but in essence, again, it was a group effort. Uh, you had Jordan da- Davenport, who again we were in there. You had Davenport with a big tip uh, with pressures. mind, as I mentioned, he had an interception. It was the best game by Malcolm Jenkins as a Saint so far in coverage. You saw him giving up his body on uh, against the run to be able to fill the hole, and oh my gosh. Marcus Williams gets this, gets another pick off Drew uh, off of uh, pardon me Tom Brady, that's his again second of the season. Uh, it was a, a center field pick, which is a, which you've been waiting for him to do, all, all, you know since the Mirasol miracle, and uh, again so the defense on the back end second level and the first level played well, but I want to go back to Peyton for a moment because it was an, it was a genius move that he made. He used the short passing game as an extension of the running game. Okay, and, and then slammed the door with a power running game uh, late. I mean, they racked up 420 yards worth of offense, total offense. They were 9 for 14 on third down. They were 1-2 on fourth down. They just punted the ball one time. Uh, he had a, a a 51-yard punt. The tempo, high. When the Saints are, are, are playing high-tempo offense, they are tough to stop. They get into a rhythm, and, and they have the Tampa Bay defense on their heels from jump. And that's saying a lot because again, you're talking about division opponents. I mentioned before. Uh, th- again, they know what you like to do. Tampa, uh, Tampa did stop the screenplay. I will give them that, but the Saints' offense applied pressure all game long. Again, holding the ball for 40 minutes, almost doubling what Tampa Bay had in terms of time of possession. And as I mentioned, you could see them, you know, sc- self-scouting themselves because again, they expanded the scheme. Uh, they expanded on their scheme using Tampa Bay's knowledge of their scheme and the aggressiveness uh, against them. But I want to go back to the physicality of this game, okay? The Saints dominated up front on both sides of the football, and that's why they won, okay? It set in motion to me the most dominant win uh, in the Peyton Breeze era since, again, they beat the New England Patriots in the Dome in 2009 on their way to the Super Bowl championship. And we all remember that game, okay? Everybody remembers that game. Now, but then you look at, the consequence of this game. You add the fact that this was a division game against a team that everyone was saying now is the team to beat, not just in the NFC South, but in the entire NFC and maybe the NFL. Uh, but, again, as usual, the Saints proved that, again, that when it comes to the hierarchy of the NFC, they're among the best. When it, when it comes to the hierarchy of the NFC South, they're the defending champions, okay? Uh, they've been winning ugly. Okay, maybe that's a lot of the reasons why a lot of those on the national stage didn't have a lot of belief in the Saints. Uh, but, again, a lot of those folks were, for, forgot that, again, this is a very good team. Now, I'll say this. Fantastic win, cannot have a letdown. Okay, you got San Francisco coming up next. Again, they're hurting right now in, in terms of, uh, again, whether it's injuries, COVID-19, et cetera. Uh, this, they've, they've won u- ugly all season long. This was as close to shock and awe that we've seen all year long And as I mentioned, it was reminiscent of, 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 again, the way they played in the 2009 season. Uh, So now you're 6-2. You're leading the division at the halfway point of the season. Uh, Again, you've won five in a row now, okay? Uh, uh, You sweep Tampa Bay in in the season series. That helps you there. You're undefeated in the division. Uh, On on a side note, Brady was swept by the first time by a division opponent in in the history of his career. Uh, And, again, as I said last week, welcome to the NFC South. It's not the AFC least, it's the NFC South. Uh, and the other part of it that I really loved as, as the game ended was the opportunity to get Jameis Winston on the field against his old team uh, and have a few few snaps and also go into that victory formation. It was, by far, the best game this team has played in a long, long time, and I'm talking from coaching, the scheme, The adjustments that were made within the game, what they did on offense, what they did on defense, what they did on special teams, total collective team win, total collective team effort. They play this way the rest of the season. There's nobody can touch them in the NFL. Okay, uh, Pittsburgh, again, had to hold on against Dallas. They're undefeated. Uh, again, you look at Seattle. They don't have a defense. I mean, you go right down the line on, on teams that, again, you may have to face either in the, in, in the Super Bowl or in the NFC. You could talk about Green Bay beating the Saints. Again, uh, with the performance last night, Green Bay doesn't stay on the field with the Saints, okay? Uh, but then they've got to do this week in, week out. That's going to be the key. Can you do it week in, week out? Not just get up for Tampa Bay, but do this week in, week out. And hopefully we're going to see that uh, this week against San Francisco. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about the Tulane Green Wave. Huge win for Tulane, okay? And and a huge win for the program getting back-to-back wins here as, as they get ready to take on Army. And, uh, you know, again, now they've righted the ship at four and four. Uh, Today's program brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a new air conditioner or heating system. Uh, But before you sign that contract, call my friends at Burkhardt. Just allow them to come out, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of air conditioning heating systems. Uh, Again, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. You'll find out what I found out, again, over 30 years ago. Honesty, reliability, again, uh, service after the sale, uh, the ability to be able to get, get it done right the first time. And for that fluke they don't, huh. believe me, they'll be out there taking care of you. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, truly a family-owned and operated company. Uh, John Burkhardt started, the, started it, uh, the company back in 1989 with one truck in St. Bernard Parish. Now he's got a mega company. Fifteen trucks in the field. And, of course, his sons, Jason and Josh, are one of those 15 trucks. His wife, Kathy's in the office. This is a New Orleans family-owned and operated business. They want your business. They want you to tell your friends and family about how you've been treated. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Oceana Group. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the AC? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the AC bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your AC system, I recommend Burkhardt. Over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing, as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information.
3: After an extraordinary year like this one, Diamonds Direct believes it's time for an extraordinary sale. So starting Monday, November 16th, our annual pre-holiday store-wide sale is taken to a whole new level. With 20% and more across-the-board savings, best prices of 2020, with an expanded selection from all our top designers. It's not two or three days, it's an entire week of Pre-holiday savings, November 16th through 22nd. Our first ever week-long store-wide sale. Don't miss it. Seven straight days of spectacular savings. Only at Diamonds Direct. Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall.
4: Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-284-5678. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-284-5678 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-284-5678 to see if you qualify. That's 800-284-5678.
0: Strong, informed opinions. If that's what you're looking for, you've found the show. Now back to Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher on 106.1 FM.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Hope you're enjoying the ride home. I can only hope that, that this week goes as fast as last week went, because last week was like a blink of an eye, and it was already Friday. Hopefully that'll happen for you. Hey, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, my good friend Tommy Chrysan, talking sports with TK Pelican Broadcasting, will be our guest. Uh, we'll talk about LSU, Tulane, Saints, and Pelicans. So check us out on W-L-A-E-TV, Pelican Sports Television, and WLAETV2, ericasher.com, and, of course, all our social media platforms for the award-winning Inside New Orleans. Sports, Tulane with a big win, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, they were kind of left for dead, right? Uh, two, no, they were there, two and four, and um, uh, all of a sudden they come in, they get the big win last week, they come back now this week, uh, 38-21 winners over over East 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 Carolina, um, uh, and now again feeling pretty good about themselves. First thing that stuck out about uh, about the game was uh, again the. Uh, The play of the quarterback. Michael Pratt seems to get better each and every week. Uh, The balance that they had. uh, You know, they threw the ball 34 times. They ran the ball 34 times. Uh, Pratt was 22 of of 34 for 216. He had three touchdowns and and, and one interception. And then you look at the dominance on the ground. You know, uh, Cam Carroll comes in, just six carries. Six carries now, 129 yards, two touchdowns. He had that long forty-eight yard run. Hudderson again, uh, another physical back, fifteen carries, eighteen yards, uh, and then of course Pratt, who again, if you look at him, and I mentioned this last week, I didn't realize how thin the kid was. Okay, another five carries for thirty-one yards. Amari um, Jones again, they're kind of uh, they're kind of jack of all trades, six carries for thirty yards. Uh, <laughs> I mean, ran the football down the throat of East Carolina, and then of course. You know, the ability to be able to, again, find so many different receivers. Uh, you know, again, eight different receivers caught balls from for Michael Pratt on Saturday. Uh, the defense, uh, playing like we thought they should have played from, from the beginning of the season. Uh, they, they were physical on defense. Uh, again, they harassed the East Carolina um, quarterback all, all game long. I mean, when you, when you talk about, about the, uh, uh, this defense, uh, the physicality of the defense, uh and and of course, it starts up front uh, they had five sacks, all right, five sacks uh but yet again, Patrick Johnson as part of that, had three of them. He's now the all time sack leader uh for the green wave with twenty three point five uh getting back to um getting back to uh, Carol for a minute. I did not realize this until I saw this last night on one of the broadcasts. I think it was on uh, on fourth down on four um his ten touchdowns or actually fifth in the nation. So think about that for a second. This is a guy that, again, was going to split time with Spears in the beginning of the season. Now, again, he's emerged into, 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 the, uh, uh, into their go-to back. And, and, again, he's fifth in the nation in terms of scoring touchdowns. And a lot of those, again, physical-type touchdowns in which, in which again, he's, he's breaking off long runs. Uh, the defense, as I mentioned, uh, absolutely terrific. Uh, and, and one of the reasons why we've seen this turnaround uh, for for the lane Green Wave, uh, when you when you look at this game right now, to me again, this is an opportunity again for a, a stepping off point, uh, with with again three games left in the season, uh, the opportunity again to take on an Army team where you know again you have to be disciplined. Uh, again, look, they got got a little snake bitten against Navy early in the season, uh, and uh, of course that that comeback in which really kind of set the stage for what we thought was going to be a downward spiral for this team. Uh, they've rebounded now to be able to be 500. Now, you've got the, another another uh, military academy coming up, and hopefully, again, they're going to be in a situation where uh, where they'll be able to handle this. But Tulane, o- over the last couple weeks, have been dominant. Now, look, the competition's not what, what you would expect it to, to be, right? I mean, again, it's not the upper echelon uh, of, of the AAC. But nevertheless, you've got to play who's in front of you. I mean, just the way it is at this point. Uh, so the hope is now that with Army, followed by, again, Tulsa and Memphis on, on, on the schedule, that they'll get to they'll get to the point where, again, they'll at least be bowl eligible and uh, have the opportunity to be able to get into a bowl. Now, remember, this year is a little bit different with the bowls. First of all, you got bowls that are not going to play, okay, that, that again, have already pulled, so there will be less bowls available. But uh, I don't think that, from what I read uh, recently, they're not going to be putting a um, – uh, you know, the, 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 that you have to be over 500 to be able to get into a bowl. And a lot of that has to do with, again, some of the conferences not playing this season. But, nevertheless, you still got to be able to, again, at least be able to be a good, you know, made-for-TV game for these bowl games in a lot of cases that are not going to be able to have, you know, the the uh, type of travel that we've seen. You know, it's going to affect us here in New Orleans with the New Orleans Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, uh, you know, and and uh, the opportunity to be able to have, you know, uh uh fans in the stands for these for these bowl games. And of course the ability to be able to travel. Uh, and, and of course for, for a lot of the cities that have these bowl games, it, it, it is an opportunity uh, for, for economic development. I mean, for, for here, for a tourist based city like New Orleans, these things are huge. You know, you say, "It's not New Orleans, well, no, New Orleans bowl is huge. Okay. It brings in money, brings in big money uh, for, for this, uh, for this city. We already know the Bayou classic won't be playing this year. Uh, and of course, uh, you know the Sugar Bowl obviously will, will be will be in that that, that situation uh, as well. So Tulane, all of a sudden now at four and four, put themselves in a, in a position with three games left to po- possibly make themselves bowl eligible. And uh, it'll be interesting to see again how that uh, how that kind of plays out. But I like the way they're playing right now, and a, a lot of it has to do with Pratt, uh, the way he's playing. But also you got to give a lot of uh, a lot of uh, credit uh, to the um, to the defense for the way that they have played over the last couple weeks as well. Now, hopefully, again, uh, we'll be in a, in a in a situation where they'll be able to be disciplined this week against um, the uh, uh, against the Army, uh, and uh, we'll see how that how that kind of plays out. Uh, but this could be a real turnaround for this uh, uh, for for this program, and hopefully, again, we're going to start to see that uh, as we go forward. Uh, we'll take a break. We come back. Again, we'll continue to, uh, to talk about what's happening in, in the world of sports. Also, touch on some other things as well. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six o'clock. Don't go any uh, Don't go anywhere. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor, a place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends, watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere, you'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique, the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, so good. Dave Miet Insurance is a full service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietteInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your A.C. unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your A.C. system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying A.C. systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504 277-7520. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street.
3: Just in time for holiday baking, stuffing, cookies, and cleaning, The Home Depot has up to 40% off top-rated appliances, plus up to $700 in instant savings. The best prices of the year already here. Add to that free and flexible delivery, and the holidays get even sweeter. Holiday appliance shopping improved. Up to 40% off appliances now at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Continental U.S. only. While supplies last. Valid through December 2nd. Free delivery on orders $396 or more.
0: He's a little bit country. He's a little bit rock and roll. He's 100% the truth. Call 260-1061. Now back to Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher.
1: Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Southern Tire Auto Works, where they do it all. That's right, whether it's a simple oil change, a wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, a brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension systems. Look, even if you need repairs on on climate control, cooling, or electronic systems, they're the experts. Uh, At Southern Tire Auto Works, they're truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. ASE-certified technicians, the same exact um, uh, equipment that you get and technology you get at the dealership right there at Southern Tire Auto Works. They can do it all for you. And right now they are looking for ASE-certified technicians. So, again, if you are an ASE-certified technician or you know one uh, that's looking to get in with a company that, again, is a good family-owned and operated business uh, with good benefits, and, of course, uh, uh, I can tell you right now, some of the folks that work there uh, at, at Southern Tire, Uh, They've been there for decades. For as long as I've known Tony Piazza and his family, uh, some of the AFC-certified technicians have been there for decades. What does that tell you? That tells you, again, that, again, they love the the workplace, love where they work. So, again, uh, if you were looking for a job and you're an AFC-certified technician, or, again, maybe, again, entry level, and you'd like to get involved in in, uh, working at a a great mechanic shop – Think Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie open uh, Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You can give them a call right now at 737 1558, or you can go to SouthernTire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Uh, something I, I failed to mention in the first hour, and uh, that is uh, Rumble, uh, former Rumble Raider uh, and uh, former Rumble Raider uh, Coy Moore, LSU uh, wide receiver. Uh, is claiming that three Baton Rouge police officers harassed and violated him on Saturday night during an encounter where they pulled him over. They said so they were looking for weapons, assumed that he had gun, uh, gun and drugs on him, actually uh, tried to unzip his pants. Um, and uh, uh, he made the comment, Moore said that he, and I quote, if I didn't tell the, those incompetent officers I was an LSU player, there's no telling what what what." Have, what what I would have been here, if I would have been here to tell the story. He put that out on Twitter. Since then, the uh, Baton Rouge Police uh, Department has done gone into an investigation into the officers. Uh, they, they, are on, uh, they are on leave right now. So, again, uh, situation up in Baton Rouge with um, uh, former Rumble Raider Coy Moore uh, and the Baton Rouge Police Department over the weekend. I also wanted to mention, uh, when I was talking a little bit earlier about the uh, the Sugar Bowl and what it brings to the city, it would have brought even more this year because it is also the semifinal for the national championship this year. So, again, this is one of those years where the Sugar Bowl actually becomes a semifinal game uh, instead of the traditional Sugar Bowl. So, again, that's even more of a a draw for this this city uh, that right now is in 3.3. So we'll see, again, ultimately, again, what phase we'll be in by the time um, uh, that goes off on the 1st of January, New Year's Day. Uh, With that said, we'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, when we come back from the break, Uh, We're going to uh, quickly uh, go through some headlines, and then we'll get Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network on. He'll give us the latest on what's happening with the Coy Moore situation. He'll give us the latest on what's happening with the COVID-19 outbreak uh, within the LSU program that may... Uh, possibly uh, lead to the cancellation of the Alabama-LSU game on Saturday. Supposed to be nationally televised on CBS, a 5 o'clock kickoff. Uh, But right now that is in limbo. And, of course, we'll get his take on the New Orleans Saints. We'll finish up with Larry Holder of The Athletic. uh, As uh, he is with us each and every Monday, we'll talk Saints and LSU with him. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every afternoon right here on 106.1 FM. Nash icon, four to six. Stick around, won't you?
0: Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app. We are 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Maintenance. You do it for your car,
1: your lawn. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Berman Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
0: Cake.
7: Stick to the truth, this was your good ones.
1: Two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Uh, live at the uh, iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, ericasher.com, Nash FM one oh six one uh, the website. Also, uh, follow. give me a follow at uh, Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. And the uh, Facebook page is Eric Asher. Again, ericasher.com is where you can find all the previous episodes of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. And uh, this week, it'll be Tommy Chrysan of Talking Sports with TK. He'll join us on the program on WLAE-TV, WLAE-TV2, and Pelican Sports Television. Glenn Gilbo is just a few minutes away. He'll join us just after the 5.15 break. He'll break down what's going on in LSU with the COVID-19 19 outbreak, the situation with, COVID, with Coy Moore, uh, wide receiver, and what happened with Baton Rouge Police this weekend. And of course, we'll touch on Saints with him. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at 535. And of course, we'll talk Saints with him as we do every, every uh, Monday. And of course, we'll figure out, follow in, and we'll also follow up with the uh, LSU Tigers as well. Um, speaking of the LSU Tigers, the LSU-Alabama game is in jeopardy after COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, literally, they have one quarterback Available T.J. Finley. Uh, there are no offense uh, There is no. There are no uh, long snappers available. No tight ends available. This all stems from a uh, player, four players, testing positive for COVID-19 after a Halloween party, and because of contact tracing, a large amount of players on the team, which was only again uh, just about uh, uh, what the mid 60s in terms of scholarships, uh, are now again in a in a situation where it looks like this game may be, uh, canceled. Uh, that'll be, determination will be made by Greg Stankey, the, uh, commissioner of the SEC, uh, possibly by tomorrow. The FCC says you must have at least 53 players available, uh, to be able to play a, uh, a 53 scholarship players available to be able to play a game, uh, including one quarterback, seven offensive linemen, four defensive linemen. As I mentioned, all she was in the mid sixties before the outbreak because of defections. Uh, and, uh, now, um, uh, because LSU is set to play Florida on December the 12th because of the COVID-19 outbreak that Florida had, uh, there's no makeup week available uh, for this Alabama game if they were to try to reschedule it. So more than likely, it would be canceled for this season. You ask me, okay, what about Miles Brennan? Uh, no, he's not involved with COVID-19. His injury is, the is again, the abdominal injury, uh, which has kept him out. Coach Ogeron said today there's a possibility he may not be back for the rest of the season. So again not good at um up in baton rouge right now when it comes to lsu Tulane with a huge win this weekend. They're second in a row. They're now four and four, uh, 31, 38 to 21 over East Carolina university It was a dominant performance on both sides of the ball, but especially on the defensive side of the ball where they came up with five sacks. Uh, they flew around. They were physical offensively. Pratt continued to impress each and every week. Uh, Cam Carroll, again, uh, uh, an, another great effort by, by Cam Carroll over 129 yards with, um, uh, uh, on six carries, uh, and, uh, just, uh, again, a, a great performance by uh, the, uh, the Tulane Green Wave. You know, up until last night, the greatest game in the history of the New Orleans Saints on this day uh, was, was none other than this particular game. It'll carry short. Dodd at the 14.
0: Running to get out of bounds, he does so with eight seconds to play. So the Saints, with eight seconds left and all their timeouts, will have to try to get in field goal range. Three receivers go long for New Orleans. Here's a pass. It's complete. He's tying a 63-yard field goal. Not only will uh, Tom Dempsey hits this one, he's got a very slight win at his back, he'll set a National Football League record in addition to winning the game. (tries) Thank <tries> you.
1: Of course, that was the uh, Tom Dempsey 63-yard field goal, November November the 8th, 1970. Uh, again, you fast forward to November the 8th, 2020, and the Saints play perhaps their greatest game uh, maybe in the Peyton Breeze era uh, outside of maybe winning a Super Bowl, right? Uh, they totally dismantled the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38-3 to yesterday. And uh, I want to tell you, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming to, to this extent. Uh, But nevertheless, again, the Saints proved that uh, when they're clicking on all cylinders, uh, they're as good or, or again, uh, better than uh, the entire NFL. I mean, I said going into this season, I thought this was a Super Bowl contender. They were winning ugly every single game. Uh, A lot of that had to do, again, with the play of the defense. Uh, Very porous on the back end. The bust, we saw it over and over again. The inability to put pressure with four down linemen. Uh, I mean, you got the second-level problems they were having uh, when it comes to, again, uh, covering tight ends. Um, And everything came together on the defensive side yesterday, okay? I mean, again, it was a full uh, defensive effort on on all three levels of the defense. Offensively, uh, as I mentioned, the game plan by Sean Payton was masterful. To be able to use again what they do, their tendencies. Knowing that Tampa Bay understands what the Saints like to do, that's a very aggressive defense, and and to to be able to use that as eye candy in a lot of cases. But again, go to the next level in terms of the playbook. Uh, you know, you saw it with Kamara a lot yesterday, in which he was uh, used as a decoy, uh, where again they would uh, the, the defense would would uh, would, would automatically again. Uh, you know, read, believe their eyes, run toward, toward Kamarin, and, and then the, the, the play was elsewhere. Uh, again, the ability to hit 12 different receivers by Drew Brees. Uh, again, the most dominant performance that, that I've seen uh, by this team in the Peyton Brees era since the New England Monday night uh, thrashing in 2009 on the way to the Super Bowl uh, when Tom Brady was mercil- mercifully pulled out of the game by Belichick. Uh, I can remember it like it was yesterday. And uh, Literally, I thought the first half was an incredible first half, then came the second half half you talk about uh special teams defense offense the most complete game and also coaching got to give coaching a lot of credit as well the game plan was great okay great across the board and uh, for all the talking heads out there that all they had to say all uh, all last week was again how great Tampa Bay was coming off again barely barely getting out of uh, MetLife Stadium uh, with a win against New against the New York Giants uh and uh it was uh, started up front with the offensive line and the defensive line they were dominant but again this permeated throughout the entire team bottle it hold on to it do what you got to do with it keep playing this way the rest of the season this is uh, in a lot of cases uh, the team on paper we thought we were going to see uh, now that came to fruition last night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Saints are now six and two. They lead the division, uh, and uh, of course they've swept now Tampa Bay, uh, so that helps them uh, down the line here. They've got uh, three more uh, uh, division games: two against Atlanta, one against Carolina. Uh, on the way to again uh, a, a second their second quarter in which again they were undefeated. Uh, Saints now five and two, five and two. And uh, when the Power Rankings come out this week, they should be, if not the top of the NFC, I'm um, on the top in, in the entire NFL. All right, we take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Glenn Gilbo, USA Today Network. We'll get the latest on what's happening uh, with the LSU Tigers. We'll also get some Saints with him. And then we'll finish up with Larry Holder of The Athletic. Uh, Don't forget, if you need help, emergency help, with your air conditioning system, your heating system, your generator, maybe that tankless water heater needs to be uh, uh, repaired, replaced, or again, serviced. Maybe you're looking for someone that you can trust with your electrical needs or that APCO whole home treatment system. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating does all that and more acpromise.com acpromise.com 15 trucks in the field 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or office it's burkhardt air conditioning and heating that's acpromise.com acpromise.com
2: no holiday trip to maui thanks 2020 time to improvise it's nash country's work day pay day but of course since it's 2020 it's going to be a bit different $100 10 times each weekday every hour at the top of the hour from 8am through 5pm keep it on Nash for the national keyword to enter even better if you're a winner you'll be entered into the grand prize drawing for $25,000 then you can back the sand truck up to your family room, get some heat lamps, and a couple hundred drinks with umbrellas.
3: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has great deals on the hottest brands and must-have gifts, like Apple AirPods, great for video conferences or online classes. Right now, Apple AirPods Pro are just $194. That's a $55 savings, in-store only. Offer ends 11:14. limit two, while supplies last. Save big at Staples.
4: Delays are heavy if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway coming into the city. Delays are steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the Calliope Street exit. Be mindful of an accident on the Pontchartrain Expressway on the eastbound side at Claiborne. And be mindful of delays that are heavy on 10 eastbound from Claiborne to the high-rise. I'm Ed Robinson.
5: On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
1: Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu, as well as wine and beer, by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- Four seven nine two. 7 Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including NFL, NBA, and college on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them two steak nights, Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets, Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes, private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street, behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle are you really ready for hurricane season hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us so this year be proactive be ready and get Burkhardt Burkhardt is an authorized generac generator dealer that sells installs and services generac generators and now through June 23rd you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new generac generator through Burkhardt take it from me Eric Asher when it comes to sales and service of generac generators Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com.
4: Diamonds Direct's doing something we've never done before. A spectacular seven-day store-wide event with 20% off and more. Virtually everything. It's all next week, November 16th through the 22nd. This is the pre-holiday sale everyone waits for. Taken to a whole new level for 2020. Get 20% off all designer and fashion jewelry, all eternity bands, earrings, bracelets, bigger selection, lowest prices, special incentive An extraordinary sale for an extraordinary year. November 16th through 22nd only. And only at Diamonds Direct.
2: Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall.
1: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 Nash FM. And, of course, uh, we turn our attention back to the LSU Tigers. Our good friend Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network joins us on the program. Glenn, how are you, my friend?
0: Good.
7: Good, man. It's been a crazy busy day.
1: Oh, I know it has. I know it has. Well, let's start. Let, let, let's start off with with again the situation with the uh, alleged COVID on uh, COVID nineteen outbreak within the team. Uh, I went through this with the uh, audience over the, uh, the the top of the first two hours, but I'd like to get it from you. Uh, take it from the top. What you know? What you've heard? What you think may happen?
7: Well, I think uh, I don't think there's a lot of players that have it or are quarantined. I think it's a it's a handful, but. You know, it depends on the position. Uh, if if Max Johnson has it, which the Athletic has reported or had it, or is quarantined, and Miles Brennan is out because of a separate abdomen in- injury, then you only got one scholarship quarterback. Um, so you know that could that could lead to a uh, possible uh, postponement. But um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure because um, th- there's no there's no date. Uh, open for LSU on December twelfth because they already got that for Florida, right? Um, uh, so I did just talk to Herb Benson with the SEC, and he did not rule out possibly uh, playing on Monday, LSU Alabama on, on Monday the sixteenth. You know that's okay. happened before because 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 LSU and Tennessee mm-hmm. played on that uh, on a Monday instead of the Saturday, and then they each played the next Saturday and each won. Uh, that's that's a that's a big enough gap. You know, the NFL has moved some games like that as well this yes, year. Yes, yes. So that's that's a scenario. But you know, I I think it's there's still two more days of tests. Um, to tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, there's three three tests a week in the SEC: Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, so uh, you know, it's it's still a fluid situation as as Coach O said. But I, I definitely think there's a chance the game could be. Uh, canceled. I mean, because if they don't move it to Monday, there's no other date for it.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Now, this started with four players that went to a Halloween party, again, who who, uh, contracted COVID-19. Because of contact tracing, there are a bunch of other players that are now involved. As you mentioned, the issue is one scholarship quarterback available, there are, there are no deep snappers available, no tight ends available, and of course there are some base rules that have been put down by the SEC, 53 scholarship players uh, that, ha- that, have to, that, uh, that have to be available, and then of course you have to have at least one quarterback, seven offensive linemen and four defensive linemen available to be able to play. But what you're saying is that, again, they might not be able to play this week on Saturday, but they could move that possibly to a Monday night game. Yeah, I, th-
7: I think so. I don't see why you wouldn't uh, do that as a as a scenario. Like I said, the the NFL's done it, you know. Uh, but you know, it depends on the, the, the key is the fifty three scholarship limit because you can. I'm sorry. I mean, this is you can convert an offensive lineman to a deep snapper, and you can convert wide receivers and running backs to tight ends. I mean, that's no reason to, to cancel a game. Uh, and you know, they and they can. John Trey Kirkland's played quarterback. I mean they can find another quarterback uh you know, after T J Finley. Now if Finley and uh uh Max Johnson have it, then that that would be a cancellation. Um I mean or a postponement. But um, you know, the, the other positions, I mean I I think they can work around that, but the, the the key is the scholarship limit. I mean the key is the roster limit of fifty three. Yes,
1: roster limit. Yep. Now, now let me ask this question, Glenn, because I'm just, I mean, again, I'm, I'm spitballing here. Uh, again, if they put the, move the Alabama game to Monday, you got Arkansas at 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Does that mean that maybe they move that, that 11 o'clock kickoff to a later kickoff? You know, so, again, the players have more time to be able to get their, you know, get their bodies kind of healed up and ready for the next game. Look, we see games played Monday night and then Sunday night in the NFL, that's a quicker turnaround being the one of the first games at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. When you spoke to Herb Vincent, was that brought up?
7: No, but when LSU moved its Saturday game cuz of Rita to Monday night to play Tennessee, their next game mm-hmm. was on the road at Mississippi State and it was a day game. And I'm pretty sure it was that 11:30 a.m. game at State. So and
1: there was no movement there.
7: Right, right. And and Tennessee played during the day too the next week mm-hmm. against Ole Miss. I mean, that's that's a lot of time. I mean, these kids are young. They can they right. can get over that, but you know you know, the issue also is, you know, when Florida's game with uh, LSU was postponed, they also had another game postponed uh, after that. Uh, um, you know, or, or they had, they, you know, it was, it was a two-week thing. So, right. you know, it depends on how bad this is for LSU. Um, you know, the Arkansas game could be up in the air as well.
1: Let me ask this question because, again, there are some out there that are, uh, are saying that, you know the uh that Florida's in the east that LSU should play Alabama on the 12th if this happens and not play Florida is there any been any discussion about that
7: well you know that that brings up uh some interesting scenarios if you if you look at it from the other end you know like if you're Alabama you know you're in you're in line to to win the national championship this season you're you're number 1 and 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 they're not going to want the SEC to kind of push this game cuz then they would be subject to, to coronavirus by playing LSU you know so I can right. see where they wouldn't want to play him so they mm-hmm. can stay uh, healthy you know and then but CBS has that big time window after the masters you know that's a that's a huge uh, money maker TV kickoff that's why LSU time yes. is there of course of course they thought that was a big game at the time so I'm sure they could maybe find another game uh, for that slot but uh, and then you know the SEC has rules that of course, those could be waived this year because it's such a different year. But mm-hmm. you remember when the LSU-Florida game was moved in 16, the SEC office didn't even realize it at the time until later that it's in their rules that to be declared uh, an SEC champion, you have to play all your games. Of course, they got they got to waive that this year. Cause, cause, Absolutely. It you know, might, might not happen. But I don't I don't yeah, I don't. I don't know if you can get into. Well, they need to play this team and instead mm-hmm. of that team. I, I, I guess if it, oh, you're saying if 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 the if the standings matter to say, yes. Georgia, Florida possibly loses to LSU. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so whoever whoever clinches first, Alabama or Florida, the other team has to play LSU on the 12th. Right.
1: That I mean uh, makes <laughs> makes sense, right? At least on paper.
7: Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that's and that's strange because then, like, if Florida has to play them, and Alabama gets out of playing them, Florida, because then Alabama would be open on the twelfth, and Florida's yep. sitting there playing LSU on the twelfth.
1: and mm-hmm. In <laughs> so the SEC turn, either, SEC uh, championship game next week, the final week, right?
7: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're not going to get a fair shake this season. You just you just can't because it's no. It, you know, there's there's just too many exceptions this season, and and really, you know, I, I think it would probably be best. Um, you know, a good scenario for LSU, and it wouldn't happen in any other year I can remember of. I mean, this would be the year not to play Alabama. <laughs> <for>
1: LSU? <laughs> you kidding me? That's that's that, that I got my my inbox got barraged by by people that are saying, uh, you know what? Don't play the game, okay? <laughs> but yeah. we'd rather this be the year the game is not played. No, <laughs> yeah, <and I> can't <laughs> believe think me. Of
7: any other year where LSU didn't want to play Alabama, because even when exactly. they were losing to them all the time, they mm-hmm. still thought they had a chance, and, and they did yes. play them close. Most of the time, you know, and, and other years when they didn't play them close, they still were highly ranked. This is the first year they're not ranked going into Alabama. It's 2001. It's wow. the first year they, they have a losing season. They have a losing record going into Alabama since 1999. So this is the year to skip the game. <laughs> so-
1: Amen. No, that, that, that's what most fans are telling me. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that. i only got a few minutes left. I want to ask you about Coy Moore. What are you hearing about that investigation to the Baton Rouge police?
7: Well, um, you know the uh, originally uh, his his tweet and what he said it was it was it was kind of fishy and iffy because he didn't have uh, you know you know a lot of details okay but but evidently the uh, the police and LSU um, found out the details and they uh, put three police officers involved with allegedly harassing Coy who, who went to Rummel. Um, they put them on administrative leave. So uh, so they're obviously take, taking it very seriously, and uh, they're on leave while they're uh, investigating it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's a strange uh, case. I mean, you know, as soon as they found out he was a foot this is according to Coy, as soon as they found out he was a football player, they left him alone. Well, what, what if he wasn't a football player? What were they going to do? Right. I mean, would he right. have been arrested or... or- or what you know yeah what was the well, issue maybe there? they were just <laughs> harassing them? who knows but uh yeah that, and scott woodward came out with a statement you know it's it's a very sensitive uh sensitive time you know and the yes you know the mayor of baton rouge is going out of her way to to make sure that uh you know these things are, are treated fairly and not just blown off like they used to be and um You know, and and the athletic director and Coach uh, Scott Woodward and Coach George Ron, you know, they've been making similar statements like this all the time. Because I mean, you know, I'm sure they're sincere about it, but also, you know, most of their players are black, you know, so so they have to go out of their way more so to to take care of them because I mean, it, it is a fact more more blacks are harassed by police. I mean, I think that's just a fact. I don't think it's a reach to say that. Obviously.
1: Glenn, I always appreciate your time. Look, it's, it's an all-Rummel hour with you and, and also uh, Larry Holder. I saw you had, had to slip that Rummel uh, rum, in there with Corey Moore, so I'll do it for you. It's an all-Rummel hour. Larry's coming up next. So also, would you uh, let us know a little bit about what's going on with, um, with, the, uh, with uh, your, uh, your Twitter feed, how folks can follow you there. Also, uh, again, what you got coming up in terms of uh, stories for us this week.
7: Well, the LSU beat tweet uh, Twitter feed was just on fire last night with the uh, with the Saints game. Yes, Uh, just just a terrific game, and with the uh, dabbled in the presidential election a little bit too, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, without mentioning names. (laughs) So, (laughs) so we had a lot of uh, Twitter action. uh, over the weekend, I, I said that LSU should uh, in, investigate their their three losses uh, this season. You know, kind of like Trump's investigating all the states he lost.
1: The tweet was on fire, from what I understand, after reading it.
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, La- and Larry does a great job on Twitter too. I was following him during the Saints game mm-hmm. last night, but boy, what a what a great great win for the Saints! I, I can't that that win reminded me of that win over uh, New England in two thousand nine. Yep. When they blew them away. And that was the night I knew this team could go to the Super Bowl. Me too. I think they can go to the Super Bowl now for sure.
1: Yeah, if they, if, they, if they play like they did last night, and as I mentioned to the audience, 50 years to the day of maybe the greatest uh, uh, single play uh, in Saints history, especially on that day, November 8th, 1970, the day that Dempsey kicked a 63-yard field goal, and yesterday was 50 years to that day, and of course the, the huge blowout of Tampa Bay only maybe now trumps that 63-yard field goal with, with that uh, complete victory.
7: Trump's a field goal, huh? Nice one. There you go. Yeah, and last night they definitely did not need a field goal uh, to win that game. Uh, they, no. they just blew them out. But, uh, no, you know, my dad gave away the tickets that day. We had season tickets uh, the whole time I was a kid uh, to the Saints game. And we, we'd go knowing when they were awful. But for some reason, yep. we had something going on that weekend. My dad gave the tickets away, and we listened to the game on the back porch. And WWL Radio lost connection. Yep. For a while, because of the crowd noise. And we were like, shit. Actually, the because
1: of so- the beehive, there was a beehive that was disturbed at their transmitter site. <laughs> and that's why it went off. I was doing the same thing. My mom took us to go see It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World over at the oh Britannia Theater. Okay, and uh, and I had game tickets to go to the game with a friend of mine every 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 week. They took me, and uh, literally I'm sitting out in front of my house throwing the football because we lived uh, about, about a mile away, mile and a half away from Tulane Stadium at Webster Magazine, and I could hear the crowd roaring, but I couldn't wow. hear anything on my transistor radio wow. because it had gone out. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you know, they line up for the kick, and then it goes out. And then you don't know oh, what happened. I but I could thinking. hear it because I could hear the crowd from Tulane Stadium all the way to Western Magazine. Anybody knows where that is right by Audubon Park. So, I mean, it's God, not around that's the corner. An
7: awesome, that's an awesome yeah, it story, was. man. And, and what a catch by Al Dodd right before. Yep. I mean, he, he made a one-handed catch and went out of bounds. People forget that play. What West Bank's own Al, Al Dodd. Al Dodd. What's yep,
1: that? no doubt. Glenn, always appreciate it, brother. Thanks so much for being all with right, us. Man. And uh, we'll check Larry in with you hello. next week.
7: Tell Larry I said hello and Raider Price.
1: See, I knew that was coming, too. There you go. That's uh, Len Gilbo. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. And we have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Contractors, time of the runaround when you need an insurance quote. At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave Me at INSAgency.com. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise
8: this is time that matters a window of time to help protect the ones you love your preteen benefits
4: from staying up to date with their well visits this is your window of protection
3: schedule their well visit now brought to you by Merck
0: Panera's new flatbread
2: pizzas are here but to our new chef Klaus they're not just pizzas they're masterpieces Because it's not just cheese, it's hot and melty mozzarella and fontina cheese. It's not just sauce, it's market tomato red bell pepper sauce. And it's not just toppings, it's fresh mozzarella, basil, and grape tomatoes. Mmm. Taste our three delicious new flatbread pizzas today. Order online for pickup or delivery. Panera. Restrictions apply.
3: What's in-store this holiday at your local Staples? Great deals on the hottest brands. Staples has this year's must-have gifts for working or learning from home.
4: Like Apple AirPods, great for video
3: conferences or online classes. And now at Staples, Apple AirPods Pro are just $194. You save $55. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. Get the most wonderful deals on gifts this holiday at Staples.
4: Ends eleven fourteen. in-store only, limit two, while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores
1: welcome back you listen listening to inside new orleans i'm your host eric asher thanks to glenn gilbo for joining us on the program we continue speaking to rumble raiders with our next guest larry holder of the athletic larry it's an all rumble raider hour reluctantly how reluctantly. are you today what? Well, come, on, come on man <laughs> come on man reluctantly Reluctantly. reluctantly. we're uh Reluctant, we're, we're uh, you know. Program, I'm talking about uh, Coy Moore, and and and, and, and what, is, what does Glenn Gilbo have to stick in? Uh, he slips it in. Uh, uh, Rummel Raider. <laughs> Here
8: well, we My go. Life, the same thing. So there you go. So that's, uh, you know, we're uh, we're everywhere, my friend. We're taking right.
1: over. Is is this your fight song, by the way, uh, Larry? That that, uh, that that your other Rummel Raider, Rudy Dixon, who is also a graduate of Rumble, is putting in my ear right now.
8: Yeah, look, it's uh you know, LS and LSU, we, uh, we we share similar tastes. I guess that's right. why they uh that's why I went there, right? The fight
1: song. Right. I and mean, that was it. That uh and well, that might be the only reason it's the fight song. I, I wouldn't know. I mean I have a cousin that went to Rumble I got some friends that went to Rumble, we, we let it slide. <laughs> Nevertheless, I digress. Larry, uh first of all, uh I didn't see last night coming, okay? Um uh, I think it's probably it's the it's the well, first of all, I go back to November 8th, 1970, 50 years ago, when Tom Dempsey kicked his 63 yard field goal, uh, which, again, was an NFL record back then, to, win, again, the greatest game on the, in the history of that day in New Orleans Saints' history, which may be eclipsed by last night's 38 to 3 drubbing of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, considering everything that was on the line there. You know, uh, supremacy within the uh, division, a division opponent that everybody was talking about, again, overtaking the Saints for NFC supremacy, uh, you know, where they are in, in, in terms of. Of the NFC South and the NFC South supremacy, and Tampa Bay taking over that as well. I mean, you go right down the line on again what was talked about by the Talking Heads last week and Saints. I thought it was the best win in the Sean Payton, uh, Drew Brees era since the uh, 2009 um, win over New England in the Dome when uh, Brady uh, mercifully was taken out the game by uh, by Belichick.
8: Yeah, I'd say regular season wise, yes, and it was the most thorough win. I can really – and thorough win over an opponent that was supposed to be good, if not favored, which in Vegas they were favored over the Saints. And so uh, in that sense, i got to put it right up there, even maybe surpassing that. And look, Saints players and coaches, I can tell you, you know, you said you didn't see this coming. You know I didn't see this coming. They didn't see this coming. They didn't mm-hmm. think they were going to go in and just obliterate Tampa. No chance did they think that. They probably thought it was going to be a close game and uh, knew uh, knew the ramifications of this. But, boy, uh, I think this is just the, uh, the example of uh, when the Saints can put it all together, uh, they can play like this. And no one's beaten them that day. I mean, not – That's right. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, not Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, No one is beating them if they play like that. But here's the thing. You can't assume that they're going to play like that every week. You can't assume they'll play like that at all the rest of the season. Uh, But you just want them to be uh, consistently nearing that on on all phases uh, as we move forward. And, look, I do think that getting hyped up for the opponent, I think that was one thing. I also think offensively the fact that they had all of these pieces together uh, back for the first time since week one. And even, you know, like say someone like Marcus Callaway or, uh, you know, Adam Troutman, look, they weren't really within the offense in week one yet. And so uh, I think the diversity of the Saints attack certainly gave Tampa's defense some problems, but you look at the other side of the ball, and they just won straight up against everyone. And so, look, it's, it's something that uh, I don't, like I say, I, I don't know if you can replicate that. that, you know, but you want to try to at least get close to replicating that. And the Saints did it in a great time, and now they are, uh, by virtue of tiebreakers, They, uh, if the season ended today, they'd be the number one seed.
1: And... Again, I think it'll, kudos go to to Sean Payton and, and the plan as well. And I talked about this in the first hour. You know, using uh, you know when you see an opponent year in year out. Uh, and even if we could see this in the first game with Tampa, they're ready for what the Saints are going to do on offense, right? You throw a screen, they got their fast linebackers, Devin White, that they're in a millisecond. They use their aggressiveness and their knowledge of the scheme against them in a lot of cases, using, again, what you would normally see with your eyes, eye candy, okay, that's going to be this play, and using it as a decoy and going in a completely different direction. We saw that over and over again last night.
8: Well, the perfect example was the the touchdown of Traquan Smith. I mean, they were all ready for Alvin Kamara and Traquan's just running all by himself. And, uh, you know, he does the toe touch like you're playing football on the street. (laughs) You're trying to keep your feet off the curb to to make sure you're you're in for the touchdown. And so, uh, but yeah, look, I think that was uh, that was one example offensively. Uh, Look, I, I think the fact that Taysom Hill stands back there, throws the pass. Yep. Uh, I think that kind of opens things up. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that the Saints used so many players in the passing game—twelve total catching the football—that uh, uh, that makes your head spin. Where are the Saints going to go? What are they going to do? And so, uh, I think that was a perfect plan offensively for uh, for a team that should know you pretty well uh, Mm -hmm. and has seen the Saints uh, play week in and week out on tape. But like I said, this was kind of one of those perfect timings where you didn't think maybe the Saints could do that against that defense. You were almost assuming that, say, Antonio Brown, what are they going to do with him? And your your defense might get confused, and that did not happen at all. It was the Mm -hmm. exact opposite where the Saints confused Tampa.
1: Well, Larry, again, I thought it was the most dominant performance by both sides of the line that we've seen all season long. Offensive line, you watch, you go back in your mind's eye and you see Breeze, again, able to pump fake, able to step up into the pocket. He rolled out when he wanted to, not when he had to in a lot of cases. His ability to move players with his eyes. All that was on display last night because of the ability of the offensive line to be able to block that very good, if not great defensive line of the Tampa Bay Bucks. On the flip side, what they were able to do in terms of putting pressure on Tom Brady. We know that Brady's not the quarterback that he once was. When in terms of in terms of escapability, he does not like players at his feet. And I thought that again they'd have to pressure him up the middle to really get him off his spot. They came from every which way but loose. It didn't matter up the middle, around the end. They didn't seem like they did blitz, but again it looked like a lot of times they were getting there with four. Uh, and it was I mean it was like it was a meeting at the quarterback in a lot of cases for the defensive linemen.
8: Yeah, offensive line-wise, look, I think the Saints uh, are starting to kind of really get their act together. I mean, we've seen some leakage at times, but even someone like Andres Pete, I I think he's playing better than he was uh, early on in the season. And whether they're rotating Cesar Ruiz and Nick Easton, I mean, it seems like they do that uh, when both guys are healthy, but uh, both have been solid. I think Eric McCoy... Uh, Is playing better, even better this year than he was last year. Of Mm -hmm. course, your tackles are still top notch, and so when you have that going, uh, look, you're able to run the football and protect Drew Brees. And so, look, it's that is a good performance against uh, look a front seven that's uh, one of the better front sevens overall in the NFL. Now, when you look at them on the defensive line. Look, that that offensive line for the Bucks isn't uh, isn't that what like wasn't and isn't that great. I could tell you going into that game, I had a feeling that Trey Henderson and uh, Marcus Davenport were going to be able to do something against Donovan Smith. He went into that game uh, and this was in my cheat sheet uh, that I do every yes. week at the Athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan Smith was the, uh, had had 15 blown pass blocks. It's uh, the second worst in the NFL, so I knew they were going to go attack him. And then on the other side, you have Tristan Wirbs, who is a rookie, and he's going up against Cam Jordan. Good luck to you. And then with no Allie Marfitt at guard, yep, uh, David yep. Onyemata, you know Malcolm Brown. I mean, they were able to really fluster Tom Brady. And but this isn't the first week we've seen it, or the second week, or really, we've been seeing this consistently increase and improve. Uh, as these weeks have gone on and what Saints have won five games in a row, uh, you know, they we've seen it in crucial moments when they needed uh, a sack or something. They've gotten them even in these tight games. And then you saw them put it all together uh, against Tampa Bay and they had to abandon the run, which, you know, the blowout helps you abandon the run. But yes, I mean, of they course. didn't even give a semblance of it uh,
1: at mm-hmm. all. No. And, of course, going forward on fourth down, forgetting about our punting, just realizing they had fallen so far behind it didn't make sense to punt. You know, again, that uh, look, they kicked the field goal, so, again, they didn't get shut out. But, they, you know, it is what it is there. Another thing I liked about the Saints offense is using that James Hurst now in that power running game, uh, you know, where they're, they're bringing in that extra lineman. Uh, and, they, and they did that a lot with Taysom Hill yesterday, where, again, they'd bring him and they, they'd send the two linemen through and, and, then, and then Hill behind them. Uh, again, I'm, again that, that has worked not just – Last week, or this week, but it's worked in, in weeks past as well.
8: Yeah, it helps that he's an experienced guy. I mean, you, that when they signed him, you knew, okay, this could be somebody who, once he got done with his suspension, that you'd start seeing him get snaps. And he has. And, uh, look, he's a better option than someone like a Derek Kelly or an Ethan Greenidge. I mean, they, mm-hmm. the fact that they're able to use him, or like they used to use Will Clapp. I mean, Hurst is, yep. a, is an upgrade over those guys. And yeah. that's definitely helped. Now. You probably don't want to have too much of Jared cook blocking I mean if there's one guy Agreed. You point out for Jared cook <laughs> he was the only one who had some struggles but when you look at uh you know would you look at that I mean that is an added element that uh they didn't they they were struggling with uh when he wasn't in there see he's one of those underrated pieces that now that he's playing I mean everybody can get involved and, and like I said the fact that they were uh, a little more uh dynamic with Taysom Hill, allowing him to throw the football uh, uh, that teams can't just say, all right, as soon as he's in, he's going to run the football. And so that when you have that uh, and you can see Taysom certainly starting to get some confidence, uh, this Taysom thing might, it, it might become all the rave once again. You know, it, yeah. was, it was all the rave last year uh, yep. Then it wasn't as is this year. And now, and now he might be back.
1: Well, the the fact that, again, you have to get the defense to prepare for him to throw the football is the thing. Okay, I mean do I want him throwing the ball? Probably not, but again he's uh, just to make defenses honest You got to let him throw the football some and that's what I thought was kind of the theme of, of the offensive scheme coming in We're gonna give them the eye candy of things that they've been seeing forever And we're gonna do things a little bit different off of it And I thought it fooled the fooled the Tampa defense more often than not and, and again I think that's a, That's a good thing The other thing is on the defensive side of the ball not having the bust in the secondary that was the best the secondary's played all season long as a group. Malcolm Jenkins, I thought perhaps maybe had his best game as a Saint on the second time around. Yeah, like
8: I think Malcolm Jenkins is getting more comfortable in that defense, and I feel like the last we've seen him all playing like the guy they hoped would he would be, and so uh, like that's certainly a plus. Uh, but we talk about it, boy, Marshawn Lattimore when he's got to get jacked up for uh, a guy he wants to go heads yep. up with he tends to play very well and if there's no one probably he gets more pumped to play than mike evans and shut him down again and so uh but you you need that every week uh you know <laughs> just because yep. uh, you're going to go up against the 49ers and they don't have a mike evans but uh, the saints are going to need him to play uh, well against someone like brandon uh Ayuk. i mean he's he's somebody that mm-hmm. You just got to have him be more consistent, and uh, like I think uh, Janoris Jenkins, uh, after coming back from injury, I think he's been fine, so that's a good plus. Uh, look, you saw Marcus Williams break, couldn't and believe needs the play, and yes, makes the play. You know, <laughs> I, I, I could believe almost, it. Almost, ha- yeah, almost half joking that he uh, he picked off a pass intended for Marshawn Lattimore, but uh, right, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but when you had that. Uh, w- he, look, it's not—he's not all bad at times, but he's not all great at times. And so, look, you put it all together, and that secondary really, uh, really played. I mean, obviously, their best game of the season. It wasn't even close. Yep.
1: No doubt. Let's shift to, to LSU because they want to ask you about this. Got about three and a half minutes left. Uh, Larry, uh, there's a possibility the Alabama game may be postponed or canceled because of a COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, give me your thoughts about what you know. Brody Mill did a great job reporting on that from the Athletic today. Uh, tell us about what you know and what you think may happen.
8: Yeah, look, I don't, I don't have any intel outside of what Brody has reported. You know, I, you know, he's, he's locked and loaded his hat. Uh, but I'll just say, just in the scope of playing sports within this pandemic, we uh, you just had to assume that something was going to happen like this. And it's already happened once, and it's happened, especially in college football, where you're dealing with 18 to 23-year-old college students, and you see COVID happen on campuses. And so, look, yep. thats this is something that, You you would assume is going to happen, and uh, we've seen disruption all over the place. And you know, it's not like it's. uh, I'm I'm not saying, oh, cancel the season, because you know you don't want to do that, but you just have to try to work around some of these disruptions. And you know, maybe they play this Alabama game at another time. I assume they're not going to play it this weekend. So Mm -hmm. maybe you played uh, at another time in lieu of another game that doesn't mean as much in the SEC. I mean, that's something for the the powers that be to figure that out since they're already playing Florida later on because of a postponed game. So, uh, but look, it's just kind of the nature of what we're going through right now in sports. We've seen this happen basically in every sport. I guess that's not a, you know, well, it disrupted the original NBA season, but didn't really disrupt them in the bubble, but they don't, none of these other sports play in the bubble. So that, and it's it's, that's it's definitely harder true. for
1: college football. College athletics is going to be tough because you can't do a bubble. It's on campus. How do you tell kids not to go to a Halloween party or again go to a, or get involved in being social on a campus? It's just much much more difficult. It's a little bit easier when you start talking about the NFL, and even then they've had issues. Okay? But I mean it's it's even more difficult on a college campus.
8: And for an NFL player, you are a professional, and this is your livelihood, and this is your job. Yes, I mean, true. So that, that's you take it more seriously uh, uh, because, and there are far fewer players. Look, you have what fifty-three men on the roster. You know, college, you have a hundred, and ha- mm-hmm. half the kids don't play. And so that's right. You know, look, look, it's it's just really, I don't I don't want to say policing them, but it's really just you're asking probably too much uh, in a lot of these situations, and and that's why you're seeing it all over. America, and really,
1: Especially if you've won two games, okay? I mean, it's a little different if maybe you're Alabama, and again, you're, you're in a position to possibly win a national championship. The coach can pound that into you, but when you're not having the season you thought you were, again, you could start to have some of these defections as well. I'm not saying that's what happened, but again, it was a Halloween party. You had four players that tested positive, and because of contact tracing, that game may be in limbo now. Larry, I always appreciate our time on Mondays. Tell the folks about what you got coming up on The Athletic, and uh, how to subscribe. I'm telling you right now, folks, Folks, uh, bang for your buck in, in terms of sports coverage. You can't do better than The Athletic. Tell us about it. Theathletic.com
8: slash New Orleans. Uh, I've got a piece uh, coming tomorrow. Uh, my midseason report card, uh, it's coming. Uh, of course, I'm going to have uh, my cheat sheet leading up to Saints 49ers. And I'm going to take a look at uh, Drew Brees at the midseason point as well uh, at, some, uh, at some point this week and how, how he's playing compared to others the past few seasons and where, he, where his game might go from here this year. So uh, you can check all that out, theathletic.com slash New Orleans.
1: Thank you, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. Always appreciate the time.
8: All righty. Talk to you next week,
0: buddy.
1: That's Larry Holder of The Athletic. Hey, folks, don't forget, you know you can sign a service agreement with Burkhardt or give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning and heating system. Here are some of the benefits. They're going to contact you. You don't have to worry about it. Don't have to put it on your calendar. They will contact you for your fall and winter and spring and summer inspections on your air conditioning and heating systems. Uh, that fall and winter inspection is about safety. It's about making sure, that, again, your heater is running properly, uh, that you don't have problems with fire or carbon monoxide. That summer and uh, spring inspection is about making sure that air conditioning works Works efficiently so you don't have breakdowns in the middle of the summer. Uh, you get priority scheduling. If you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. You get 10% discount on demand or emergency service. And because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning and heating system, it's going to prolong that life and it's going to work safely. And it's going to reduce your energy bills. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special, breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Hello. Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune up of your right. air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family owned and operated yep. since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the moment, oh, okay. i got the rumble of wheels Games wheels available. Watch, I don't know how to get them experts. to you. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches.
5: Financing available. Hickory and Airlines. I have the rumble Games recorded. I'm just trying to figure out how to get them to you. They're big games, big files.
1: at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill.
3: After an extraordinary year like this one, Diamonds Direct believes it's time for an extraordinary sale. So starting Monday, November 16th, our annual pre-holiday store-wide sale is taken to a whole new level with 20% and more across-the-board savings. Best prices of 2020 with an expanded selection from all our top designers. It's not two or three days. It's an entire week of pre-holiday savings. November 16th through 22nd, our first-ever week-long store-wide sale. Don't miss it. Seven straight days of spectacular savings. Only at Diamonds Direct. Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall.
1: Alright folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for the slideshow to sponsor sponsor our program. Thanks to Rudy back in studio. Also to uh, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. Larry Holder of The Athletic. Coming up next on All Access with uh, Ken Drahan, former Saints head coach Jim Moore, and Michael Cobble of uh, WBRZ. Uh, in that rouge. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Zara Cash. of a wonderful evening. From the, the dog, to the governor, they all gotta go.
0: Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, You, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to all access on 1061 FM Nash Icon.